And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Walking Dead. Hello and welcome to Walking Dead Wednesday 37. I'm Chris Honeywell and I am here with Dr. Bill Robinson. Good evening. And Senior Sean Engel. Wait, wait. 37? In a row? Never mind. And we are back on the <laughs> comic books. <laughs> yes, we are. After much confusion, there, there's big plans for the, the next TV episode. But I thought that mm. this one, so... <clears throat> Not quite ready. Yeah, I Big think... plans, yeah. people. What will it be? Oh, well. <laughs> I can only imagine. Scarab... Oh, wait, I oh, almost gave it away! No, I almost gave it away! Don't scare anyone, Bill. The, the comics oh, okay. are bad enough. Um... Yeah, so... No! <laughs> Wait, my webcam's not on, is it? Oh, <laughs> oh please. <laughs> thank God. Didn't you say no, that you God. took your pants off before you did this? So thank God your webcam is not on, sir. Oh, uh, I need a fan. I'm getting off warm. You've got a multitude uh, of fans. Uh, I'm not wearing pants, but I am wearing sweatpants, so sweats. Oh, I have go. my own built-in fur coat. Yeah, me too, but it's only it you know, it's only it's more of like a drape down my back. <laughs> Actually, well, like a know. half Robin Williams, basically. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. I think I got the full Williams. Uh, <laughs> thank God I don't have to come up to Eternal Con and see you guys at like a swimming pool or anything. Uh. Yeah, just, I yeah, I don't know if you know that was more of a Florida thing. Okay, the, the swimming at the con thing. I don't know if uh, Long Island I know this. swimming in is gonna. Well, you can go out to the you can go out to the Hudson, can't you? I mean, yeah. don't you go swim out there? Go swim in the swim with the fishes of the of the Hudson River. <laughs> yeah. Well, does Paul have a pool? He'll, he'll he'll be filtering that hair out for weeks. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Gardner gets in, you know. Well, yeah. You see, it'll be like you know, cut th- th- three weeks later, and there's Paul with a pool skimmer. God damn it! Last time I invite all them guys up here. <laughs> Removing it with a sawzall. See, see, I am so disappointed that I'm not going to be able to make that. It's been well, yeah, it's been a couple of years too. since. Well, I know. Well, I, let me let me preface the reason that I haven't had that I'm not going to be able to do it. First of all, thank you, federal government, because because my wife and I actually make a good amount of money. We have now entered the range where our child income tax credits no longer are valid because we make too much money, so we don't get you know the whatever thousand dollar income tax credit for both of our children plus my mother when she passed away left me with some money and a trust or not really a trust fund but an account that i can't really access until i retire but it keeps garnering interest which i also have to keep paying taxes on so i have had a enormous tax bill both federal and state this year plus last year my uh homeowners uh my bank decided not to add in the taxes the property taxes for this year when we actually had a home on the lot and not just the lot so i have paid 
over the past over the past year, I have paid in excess taxes over ten thousand dollars. So, <laughs> so uh, our our, va- our vacation. The, I know Sean. You know I know you you don't want to do it, but I'll, I'll I'll do it. I'll say it. Everybody, go to the to Sean's GoFundMe. Sean Engels, <laughs> screw you, IRS. I screw think is you, what Fence. you have to search for, and uh, you know we got to bail this guy out. I'm I'm not asking for money. I'm paying it all off. It's you know, it's all <laughs> being done. I'm just saying, if I didn't have to pay all these ridiculous taxes to the federal government, I would be coming up to New York City for eternal cost. But I'm working things out. I'm putting money aside for next year. So what you're telling me is I have to take out the federal government. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Everyone needs to take down the federal government. Not as good as a wink to the blind bat. Yes, exactly. Not that I'm saying that into Skype where the NSA would be (laughs) listening to us. But I'm saying 40 different. Yeah, 40 different red red. Yeah, I'm certain there's there's filters and they're coming to my door right now. But yeah, but yeah, I so wish I could be up there. And I, I, I the worst thing I heard next year, uh, Star Wars Celebration, it's going to be in Eng- London. Oh, geez. yeah, it's going to be in London, England. So I, I guarantee Andy Leyland's going to tell us all about that next year. Oh, I thought you were going to say we're all staying at Andy's house. Oh, that'd work, too. <laughs> or Andy's flat. That's what they got over there, yeah, right? They got flat. Well, no, he lives in a castle. I could have sworn because doesn't everyone in. In the UK, there's been a, a castle. Castle Leyland? Yes. And he has a moat and alligators and Well, you know, he is drawbridge. the king of the north. I don't know how alligators <laughs> would do through the do, British do, do, winter, do, do, but do, sure, do, why not? Do, do, do. Uh, winter is Hey, coming. Andy, we're going to stay here for celebration. Right, piss off, y'all. <laughs> Move along. That was, that was a perfect Andy Leyland. I, I, I hope he listened to this. Well... <laughs> He'll probably listen to this because he's not on the show. He doesn't listen to any of the shows he's on, the bastard. Do all these shows record him? Do all this editing? And no, uh, no, I've never listened to Listen to the Prophets. Uh, thanks, Andy. Uh, never mind. So, Walking hey. Dead, do we do we have any... Do we wait, want to wait, talk? can I... Can, yeah, can go I, ahead. I'm just gonna, I was going to talk talk about my GoFund. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of... I'm going to have a GoFund for my body laser hair removal. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> no? No. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it'll be I, worth it just, just to. I, I hear in the highest tier, you actually send them samples of the hair, right? <laughs> I heard it if someone yeah, gives yeah, over $1,500, they get a sweater. <laughs> my, stretch goal, my stretch goal is liposuction. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and I'll send the fat back to you. Too. Mm, right? No, no. Delicious. Even better. Let's Fight Club style. Make it into candles and. Oh, nice. <laughs> and hair. That's what the that's what the wicks made out of. Bill's hair. <laughs> Illuminate your house. <laughs> you know your sensual the candle that burns forever. This your candle still... is a hundred percent Bill. Yeah. <laughs> your Bill fat. Uh, I can see people sitting around their bathtub, sensual candles made from Bill's. <laughs> Bill's romantic hair. moments. <laughs> yeah, I told, told my wife tonight. Speaking of uh, They're like, zombies. it smells like a cheeseburger. <laughs> and The Walking Dead. I said, you know, whatever you uh, God, and I couldn't think of the word. And for some reason, I'm blanking on it. You know, when you die and they burn you up, 
cremated? Thank you. I don't know why that, I couldn't say that earlier because I was saying, you know, when you go to incinerate me, disintegrate me, what she goes, cremate you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, you know, you're not going to get that fire to go out. Like, <laughs> just, just stop it. Like, okay. It's like a, it's like bacon grease. It just, you know, you have to put a <laughs> lid on it and it'll smother Lord, itself. It's like magnesium. Dump them in those in the ocean or something. <laughs> oh my god, the heat coming off of that thing. Mm. So the Walking uh, Dead. Yeah. So the Walking I, Dead. I wonder if guys like you could like donate your body to like trans, tr- you know, feed that back into the power grid and like you know power your your mm. your subdivision or something, you know. everybody's in the house and like the lights come on and they're like that's that's how you pay tribute to people in the future you (laughs) you, you just turn out all the lights and then they slowly like hum back out it's like ah you could put them in your backyard it it would be like a generator it'd be like the the creminator the creminator the creminator so it's like you know yeah i'm dead just throw me in there i can pop you know, I could power well, the house. Realistically, yeah. how how many uses are you going to get out of the creminator? I mean, if you're not you, Bill. I mean, normal people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, there's always, uh, uh, I, yeah, because then then you have people like going around killing pets, and you know, there's no stray cats around this area. I don't know what's you know, going they on. they already have a version of that. It's called a wood chipper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but what are you going to do with a chipped up cat? Although that. That lady in Texas that shot one with a bow and arrow recently. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see that? No. She was a vet and she posted on Facebook, "My first bow kill. I'm I'm all ready for my vet of the year award." And she's a vet and she's got she's holding up a, a an, like a tomcat with an arrow stuck in its head. She was fired uh, from yeah. She was fired from the vet soon after that, and they're that might not at, be illegal either. To, well, they're looking at possibly pursuing a, a animal cruelty, and and then there was other things I saw that supposedly it was not a stray cat, but it was a family cat. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That's not, even uh, creepier, yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, if it was a mistake, but if it was a family cat, I don't know if you'd be posting it well, <laughs> or, in that manner. I saw a news story where they showed her with a picture on Facebook, and I saw the picture in the news feed on Facebook. And then they showed where she worked, and they had duct tape. They covered up her name and duct tape on the like the, the marquee outside. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it would be popular with her fellow vets. No. Yeah, yeah. And um, but then they they showed a video of what appeared to be the same cat because I looked at it, it had the same markings on its leg as the photo of her holding up the cat with the arrow still stuck in the cat's head. And she's standing there smiling going, Hey, uh, so, you know, anyone yeah. who, who, who parades around with, you know, uh, I can, uh, okay. Way, I can Bill, understand. This is an excellent lead in. I have to say like truly from my heart, oh, this is, oh, I'm yeah, just realizing what an awesome lead in this is. I didn't even think of that because yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, true. you know, you know, uh, I can understand hunters, who who hunt you know like deer and and cows and whatever, <laughs> who can who can go and hold up their right. kill and all that. But a cat, really, that's that's just all kinds of disturbing. Hunters that kill cows, sure, don't they? <laughs> Isn't that like in Alabama our, or well, something? Our hamburgers like, okay, come from right. I guess this is you almost know. like this is almost like a doctor that goes out and kills homeless people. 
<laughs> right. And then goes on Facebook and shows them. Look what I found out by the dumpster. You know, he's got them strung up by their feet and he's gutted them. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, I'm the doctor of the year. Yeah, I mean, come on, people. Uh, it would be different with a zombie cat. Yeah. Maybe she was just things. maybe she was just trying to to see if she could uh manage a, a deep gouging wound in a in a cat and just went a bit awry. Now I do have to say that I did kill a small animal when I was a child. I killed a rabbit, it was run across a yard, and I threw a knife at it and it hit it. <laughs> and I was amazed that it hit it. I am not a serial killer. That we know of. That's what all serial killers say. <laughs> and I don't want everybody to come and hunt me on Facebook and, and, and drum me, get me fired and everything else. But, you know, and that also leads into our episode. Uh, that's true. So uh, do we want to go ahead and go into that? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Who's do we, the, you've got the uh, I've got the synopsis. Right? Yeah. Do we do we have any I'll other say, thing I'll, that I'll we want to talk about? Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't the, have any more dead cat stories. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any. We're not going to really talk about the show because the show's on. It's finished. It's wrapped up for now. Yeah. Do we want to talk about our thoughts about it? You know, in just in general, because I, yeah, I have, I, I haven't even mentioned that even off air to you guys. What'd you think? Uh, Carol's st- still a badass. Uh, <laughs> you didn't like Carol? I thought Carol was awful this this last half of the season. You know, I just got sick of her. You know, I, I'm sorry. Yes, she's Man, a badass, well, but she's 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 risking everyone else. She's like, oh, Rick, you have to kill him. Oh, you have to kill the kid, too, and you have to kill this person as well. Why don't you kill everyone? Because they're all weak. And I'm like, Carol, you stupid, stupid bitch. Just you're 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 endangering a good thing that you have here. The only people who were really smart, I think, were Daryl and Michonne by the end of the show and maybe Glenn. But everyone else were just. Uh, it, it upset me, and I think the move. I think the show had gotten a bit too stylized with a lot of their visuals. The one scene in the final episode with, uh, oh, what's her name, the ditzy African American chick who was laying down in the pit full of zombies. I was just uh, like, what? Sasha? Sasha? Yeah, I was like, what's going on with that? I mean, it's a it's an interesting visual image, but. What well, does I think this have I was to just do? trying to show that that was the only place that she actually had peace. Uh, still. Yeah, I, uh, that's what they're... I'm I'm at the point now where I still enjoy The Walking Dead, but on a level of, like, good cheesy TV, and not like yeah. this is something really great and revolutionary anymore. It's, it's sort of settled into a genre and sort of become a, a running thing. But uh, it's still it's still interesting to see what happens. I think the acting is still relatively strong, although it's 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 getting to the point where there's points in it where it's almost a parody of itself. Mm-hmm. But it's still entertaining. And uh, you know, when the when when the show started out, I would I was like, oh, the renaissance of TV. You've got Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead, and you know all these edgy serial shows. And The Walking Dead is now on the level of really good regular TV now, you know, like it's 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 bloodier and has swearing in it and stuff like that. But it's still pretty much a CSI sort of production, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, 
and it's it seems to be a seat. Of, uh, it could be just because it's a seat of the pants production budget wise. Yeah, it's 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 suffered, <laughs> but yeah. it's still it's still it's still compelling to watch and it's still interesting to compare it to the the comic. So it's a long way from me being like, well, I'm done with it, you know, but mm-hmm. it's also doesn't occupy the same, you know, level of interest in my psyche as it as it has in the past. Which could change, you know, because it seems like writers and and creative teams are sort of fluid <laughs> on this yeah. show. So Since, it, same here, you know, I could. It, it's gotten to the point where the only reason that I actually watch it uh, first run is because it's on the night when both my wife and I are off and we're at home and we can watch it. But it's not it's not like uh, must watch type stuff. It's right. you know, it's on and I'd like to you know it's not like if I, I had HBO I'd watch Game of Thrones. I don't want to sound like I'm getting really down on it because no. I'll, 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 I'm still very engaged and uh, there were there were scenes in the the final episode of the last season that were really excited that I was really getting into it and being like oh what's going on here and you know. And and stuff like that, and trying to piece together what they're doing. So it's still it's still a lot of fun. It's just not to the level of the comic book. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it, it it was it was really close in the beginning, and then it has just slowly, you know, faded <laughs> a little further a little further from it. Yeah. Well, looking at where the comic book is, I mean, I haven't. I'm still too behind the latest. But is it is the comic book starting to get a little out there now though too? I don't know. A little, a little in comparison, but I think that's because of the time jump. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think they've just they've started in reintroducing some things that have made it interesting, and there's some tales to be told about certain characters and what happened during this period of time. And plus, yeah, uh, and plus, you know, I'm I'm not going to give anything away, but there's a really good spoiler at the end of I think it's issue 140 that could bring a lot of things that could mm. uh, start a lot of drama in uh, in the next couple of issues. So, um, uh, it, it, the the comic is starting to get better. There was kind of a lull after the whole Negan storyline, and before which the, seems to happen a lot, which you know after the prison. Um, you know, we had a lull there. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoy I, I enjoy it because it's I I like that it's sort of driven by its own story and pace pacing. You know, Kirkman's ideas of it. So it's not driven by like, ah, geez, you know, we gotta have a certain number of. Whereas the TV show might be more like that. Whereas we gotta have a certain number of heads explode in this this mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, because. It, it almost seems like the TV show doesn't have as many lulls, and I I was kind of worried about them burning through the storylines. But yet they've thrown in other ones, like the whole thing with the hospital. You know, that was new for the, the TV show. show. Has to keep people has to keep a lot more people engaged, mm-hmm. right in a row. Where Which was the whole books, the comic thing. books got people hooked in. The people who are hooked in are hooked in, and yeah. Right. Which you know the whole thing that it was a lot of criticism about season two was that, you know, the whole spin in their wheels, uh, a little bit on the farm, but, um, but that's going to be coming to an end soon mm-hmm. and pick it up. <laughs> that's true. But, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, like I said, the the show's not it's not bad, but it's just not engaging me as much as it did in prior episodes or in prior seasons. So, and you know. it's almost predictable on the show when somebody like the end of this season like towards the end you saw a few cer- certain characters that said that they had hopes for the future and as soon as somebody seems to say that you like, just act uh, them out yeah like done he's done yeah yeah okay i want to build a future i'm uh, hoping they're being it. smart like kirkman and doing that just so they can pull the rug out from under that at some point maybe yeah. people's expectations who knows i don't know if there's enough continuity in the writers and stuff like that to have overarching uh, who well, knows I mean, is the TV? Sh- I mean, the TV show. Well, I I guess they did kill off somebody this season that had been around for a while, but they haven't gotten rid of anybody that's been there since the beginning. It's harder on TV too. Yeah, it's like you know, it, it seems like they just introduce more characters so they can bump them off and not kill off the core cast, which that really wasn't the case with the book. Completely, I mean, yeah. it takes a little longer, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it, it it seems that they they feel the need to in the show to have at least one dramatic you know person who's in with the group killed off during a half season and then have someone right. new come in. While right. while in the book, they can stretch that kind of out. Well, that yeah. also leads to the syndrome of people who are watching the show to see who's going to get killed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's that's so there's, there's there's a contingent of that, and the show I'm sure is aware of it. For a lot of the people I who I talk to who watch the show who aren't reading the comics and who aren't, uh, you know, like zombie horror fans in general, that is the thing that's keeping them coming back yeah. every week. It's like, oh, who's going to be? Is this person going to die this week? Do we think yeah. this person going to die? And it's the same with Game of Thrones too. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, then if you're ready, I've got the synopsis for the, for the book. We'll go ahead and head into this. All righty. It's, it's walking dead 60, uh, had a cover date of April, 2009. Uh, the writer creator was Robert Kirkman. The penciler inker cover was Charlie Adler. Gray tones of the cover colors were Cliff Rathburn, letterer Russ Rutten, editor Aubrey Sitterson. As Rick Abraham Morgan and Knapsack Coral free from the horde of approaching zombies, Rick realizes that running back to the gas station where the rest of the crew is held up is a really bad idea, as it would only lead the Battalion of the Undead right back to them. Luckily, Coral spies a nearby house and says that they should lead them there and then sneak out the back, hopefully avoiding the majority of the walkers. The quartet runs to the abandoned farmhouse, kicks in the front door, and tries to look around for some noise-making items to try and convince the zombies that they're still inside. As Rick and Abraham barricade the door, Coral checks the kitchen while Morgan heads upstairs. Entering a bedroom, Morgan sees a battery-powered slot car track and a motion sensor-operated doll, as well as two dead kids with holes drilled in their heads, and their parents who have eaten the business end of a shotgun. Downstairs, Coral brings forth a battery-powered a battery. I found a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a blender. Yeah, sure, it's oh, a blender, oh, and in no way a creepy sex toy, at all. <laughs> it's a back massager, and the group set up the items to make some noise while they creep out the back and sneak away through the tall grass. Back with Dale and Andrea, Ben and Billy are playing with a cat. Wink. While Dale and Andrea talk about setting up residence at this farmhouse. 
Meanwhile, up the road a bit, Glenn and Maggie are talking about their recent death, by, or their recent brush with death by hanging. Maggie tells Glenn that he doesn't need to worry about her anymore. She says that there was no light at the end of the tunnel. So, because God is dead and anyone who believes in him, in him is a fool and should be mocked and ridiculed with tons of snarky posts on Facebook, she wants to spend the rest of her life on Earth with Glenn. However, the impromptu Nookie session has to be cut short as Rick arrives with Abraham and Morgan and says that they need to beat Cheeks as the Horde is less than ten minutes behind them. Rick, Coral, Maggie, and Glenn ride ahead to Dale's farm to warn them, but Dale isn't too keen on leaving, even with the threat of thousands of zombies heading their way. Eugene pipes up and says that they really need to go, as the zombies are a force of nature, and if one of them hears something, another will follow, and soon there will be too many to overcome. Defeated, the group packs up whatever they can to the truck and gets ready to head out, while Andrea tries to coax Dale to come along. Saying he's not happy about having leave, Dale wonders why they all are still putting their trust in Rick, and just what new way he's going to find to endanger them all. And there we go with Walking Dead number 60. Like, like we kind of said at the beginning, sort of a placeholder episode. We get the... Shut up, Peg Leg Pete, and get in the truck. <laughs> hey, you know, it's got to be pretty achy. You know, he's got to be grumpy and achy over that. Oh, yeah, standing around on a right stump. Now. Yeah. Arr. He can't just go and get his painkiller prescription filled, you know. No. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oof, that kind of sucks. I have a whole new, a whole new respect for poor Peg Leg Dale now. <laughs> Man, you know, and this may be because over on my other show, just one of the guys, I'm talking with some people about Charlie Adler doing a couple of issues of the Green Lantern comic, and it's interesting to look at Adler's art, especially I'm looking at the two-page splash here with a. Uh, with Abraham carrying Carl or Coral mm -hmm. and Coral, you know, Adler really does a kind of a weak job with getting the kids right with the adults. They're all fine. They look good, but it, it, Coral Maybe looks Carl way really too looks, small. Yeah. Or Abraham's really buff. Yeah. Maybe he's, maybe he's hulked out there. Maybe the gamma radiation is causing him to <laughs> grow larger. And it must, Adler's work must look, different in color too yeah it's 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 really kind of interesting you know not to cross the streams but looking at the green lantern book a lot of the secondary characters that aren't like green lantern or it's a green lantern green arrow crossover right. or green arrow most of the characters who aren't the main comic book characters look like they just got ripped out of a walking dead book in fact a lot of the faces I'm saying, like, oh, there's an Andrea. That looks like Negan. That kind of looks like Rick. So it's kind of interesting to see Adler's character design be put into an actual comic, an actual color comic book. It's kind of neat. But in in the Green Lantern book, is he inking? Yeah, himself? he's doing he's doing all the art. He's inking himself. Oh, okay. I I don't think he's coloring. I think they've got a colorist for it. But um. Yeah, he's doing the pencils and inks himself, and and it's not bad, you know. Um, it's it's not the best artwork, especially for the like I said for the comic characters. But the stuff that he's doing about the secondary characters and all the ancillary characters looks looks as good as it does in this book. So, and this was like a couple of years. I think the Green Lantern stuff came out like a couple of years before uh, what happened before he became on came on as the uh, 
main penciler and artist for The Walking Dead. Now, isn't this uh, the scene where the guys, well, the guys killed himself and his wife, isn't this a same shot from the first episode or two to where when Rick goes to the farm and it, it was written on the wall or something, but there was a, I thought there was a family that I thought there was, it showed someone that had blown their head off in the first, the first episode, I think. Yeah, it was pretty, I, I agree in the first episode of the show. I think there was something like that, but I think there was oh, yeah, something because written. that's, that's where I did the thing. It was eye on the wall. It was in the yes. comics too. The, the whole, uh, oh, was it? Was that scene in in the comic? So this is kind of like a repeat scene. This was in the I think it was in the scene in the comic where Rick got the horse. I think that's where Rick got the horse. Was at the farmhouse. Yeah, but I know that was in the. I could have swore that was in the. Uh, it was in the TV in the show TV too. Episode. They've so, they've too. done something like that. I mean, they've done similar themes on that, even as near as this last season when they went to the community where the kid was trying to look for his family, and you know one of the main characters bit it. Right, right. They had, they had things like that happen. You know, I, I'm looking at the... Well, I, you would imagine there would be things like that all over the place anyway, you know? You know little, little dioramas of what happened in places. You know, I'm looking at the scene where you... The, the graphic scene where the guy who's killed himself with a shotgun and his wife down there as well. You know, if you think about it as, uh, as the wife being Courtney Love... <laughs> It's not that bad. I mean, it's unfortunate and, that... And the, the other guy's Kurt Cobain? It's unfortunate that the one guy's Kurt Cobain, but, you know, at least he took out Courtney Love, so you can't complain about that. I, I just looked up episode two, uh, not episode two, uh, issue two. Basically, he just came in and everybody was dead and had been shot. So I think they did take this and put that in the first episode, the first TV episode where he gets the horse. Okay. Because in the comic, he just walks in and it's a room full of dead people who have been shot in the head. It's it's a, but this because I remember this from the TV show that it was pretty you know graphic. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, a battery powered slot track. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> you know, I've always seen plug-in ones, and I've seen ones with that didn't have the little didn't actually have the slots. The guy, the things were on like sort of the strips like you'd see for uh, oh those uh, uh, bumper cars where they have the things right. on the ceiling going on, they go along on that. Yep. But battery-powered, I've never... Well, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. My son had not a battery-powered slot track, but it had a it had cars that had batteries in it. Oh, maybe that's... And it. you could put it on it, and, and it had a track that they would ride through, and it had a, uh, like, start your engines button. And it would make noises, and then you could just run the cars on the track. But it wasn't a slotted track like that, like it looks like what Morgan's holding. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen those in, like, model train kits and stuff that would have that, like, transform, you know, the big old hummy transformer for them. But, right. you know, my old, when I was a kid, my my train set had, you know, a big transformer, but you had to plug that into the wall, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But luckily, uh Luckily, Carl finds a uh, a blender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look what I found! Look what I found under these people's bed. This thing is loud, <laughs> and it's bouncing off the floor. <laughs> it smells funny too. <laughs> if that was if that smell was 
going past the smell of the rotting oh, yeah, that's, of the inhabitants maybe, of the house and something really bad. <laughs> yeah, that maybe she should have had that checked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Poor or the she, she was along for the world anyway. Yeah. Um, it's pretty sad with the kids with their, um, you know, and because the dad used poison. We know it's poison because why? Why kids? Because it has skull and crossbones inside of like uh, all bottles, like all bottles of poison. poison. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was. It was just another way to get more disturbing stuff in the book, but yeah, and it's more of a way to get Morgan all freaked out. So. Yeah. Yeah, Morgan. Because look, there's somebody that had more balls than you did to kill their kids. Oh, oh, oh sorry, Morgan. Too soon. Too soon. Not soon enough. Um, speaking of kids. <laughs> ben and Billy? Something ain't right about that boy. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I said in the synopsis that they're playing with a cat. Yeah, one of the kids, uh, who is it? Is uh, it Billy? It's ben. It's Ben? You know, this is even more disturbing because my name is Bill and my son's name is Ben. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're not playing next with episode, a cat. The next issue, that's going to be more disturbing. It gets even worse, yeah. Yeah, they're not playing with a cat. They're, pl- you know, obviously he's either found a dead cat and is messing around with it, poking with a stick, or you might even assume that he has killed the cat, gutted it. It's eviscerated. It's yeah. All- ripped open and it's not it's not it's not a polite slice and you know he's like oh well this is a tendon and this no he's gutted the thing and ripped it apart or it's been ripped apart it's he was checking out what's inside Mm -hmm. yeah because you can see his hands or he's got blood on his hands there uh... so he's been he's been pulling apart yeah that's boy and not a good sign of course, they're just they're just oblivious. Ah, oh, they love playing with those cats. <laughs> boys will be boys. Yeah, it's a, the, you know, and there's tons of cats around here, and you know they seem to go missing every once in a while. I wonder why. Bring out your dad. Mm. Well, at least they didn't shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, just poke it with a stick. Yeah, the, the, this issue is just basically filled with a lot of drama. You've got, you know, Dale and Andrea arguing. You've got, you know, Glenn and Maggie arguing. About the afterlife and the mm. fact that she now thinks there isn't one. Yeah, so it, it's, I guess it's... Which yeah. is just completely, I'd still they say, you're still batshit crazy. <laughs> He's, ah, you just kick. You just wanted to kill yourself a few. Uh, oh yeah, I'm fine now. I'm good. Yeah, all I right. I got a complete okay. turnaround on life. Well, uh, again, all better now. Again, it's we're all fine that, here. Fine. All that trauma that you you endure during a zombie apocalypse. The you know you you learn to get over it quickly. So I guess that's the case here. But I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and I'm there's... sure Glenn would rather have her alive and crazy. So yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe she was on her period when she hung herself. Uh, oh, there you go, right. Bill. That's right. That's it. Send your cards and letters to Dr. <laughs> Bill Robinson. Rope it in Obviously those Obviously not doctor of gynecology. <laughs> no more proctology. Yeah, the, this is kind of just a placeholder episode. It's one, it's one of those downtime ones where, you know, things well, it's happen not, and they but, get a lot of talky talk. Yeah, it's not downtime. I mean, things are moving. Literally, they're running and moving the whole time. But it's just sort of, yeah, it's it's just sort of an, one of those issues. It's an opportunity to sort of set up 
some later, you know, we're, we've got obviously Dale's starting to get a little pissed at Rick and mm-hmm. question his authority and and one of the one of the boys ain't right. I do have to say though that now one nice thing going back and reading these after the show has gone as far as it has is that now when I read Eugene, I have the actor's voice in my head. Yes, it fits, mm-hmm. his, it fits it so much better. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. The, the, the you can uh, you can. I can hear, hear the cadence. Yes. Did you say heard? Did I hear you correctly? <laughs> I mean, I can just just reading it. I just hear his voice as I read this whole dialogue. These things are a force of nature. He's. It, it, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I will admit the guy who plays Eugene on the show, and it, it, if you get him in regular interviews, he's perfectly normal. But he plays the character so well on the show. And yeah, uh, when I was reading the book, I also got his his dialect. You know, whenever I was seeing him on the on the page, so that's really good. Yeah, not not really with anybody else, but it really popped out with him for some reason. Yeah, eight, the guy who's playing Abraham has a good look of Abraham, but uh, his voice really doesn't resonate with me. I don't hear him when no. I read him in the book. Yeah. You know, I kind of hear Andrew Lincoln, n- not so much, but, you know, uh, and uh, Michelle I still, really does. I still, the Rick in the comics and, and Andrew Lincoln are two different Ricks to me in my head. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Eugene is. I think they they Eugene's one of the characters. I think they got down really well. Mm-hmm. Glenn, Eugene, and Glenn are like mm-hmm. just picture perfect. Michonne too, actually. Yeah, but the thing is, Michonne really doesn't have all that much dialogue. She really doesn't do all that no. much talking, unless uh, you know, like I said, going to no, current issues. She ha- doesn't like, talk with Rick. There's body language and stuff like that, and. The actress really seems to get it down. You yes, know, seems mm-hmm. to have walked right off the page. Yeah, Dana or Denai, Girani or whatever she she's she has both the look and the the stature and the kind of she the way she holds herself yeah. of Michonne. So it's good. But yeah, yeah, nothing really to talk about here. It ends up with Dale being all bitchy with Rick. Yeah. And you've got to, you know, looking at the, that that uh, last scene, you got to wonder how many cats are buried in that sandbox there, <laughs> along with their droppings. <laughs> Jeez! Next time on an all new Walking Dead Wednesday, the dead do not stalk, the dead do not track, the dead do not watch. What is this? A Dr. Seuss book? <laughs> the dead do not hunt, the dead do not hunt, but we do. We're going to be introducing... Well, actually, that won't be next time. That'll be the time after next time when we come back to issue 61. Right, because next time's a TV show. Yep. But next next issue, 61, some, some, some shit goes down. And when the shit goes down, you better be ready. When the shit goes down, you better be ready. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. 
So you get to shop as usual and help out the two true freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.